0: Are you ready for this? Welcome to Principles with Corey and Logan. I'm Corey. I'm Logan. And we are here to go on the journey of life and leadership growth with you. Welcome to the Principles Podcast. Welcome back to Principles with Corey and Logan. Super excited about our content Today, the content that we're going to be talking about today, I call it accountable. U O U, and this is actually content that I had shared with the company I've worked with. I do uh, do several things with them, but once per month, we'll get together and we'll do a twenty to thirty-minute monthly motivation talk with their entire organization, and uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. So some of it is specific to them, but I just want to go ahead and share with you the content, and it's called Accountable, U-O-U. So I heard the story of a high school that actually decided to try this experiment, and at the end of the school year, they brought in the best teacher to let her know that they had these plans, and they said, you are this school's best teacher. And we're going to take our best and our brightest students from this past year, and we're going to put them in your class at the beginning of next year. And when the new school year rolled around, the school administration, they, what they did is they came into this class and they made all the students aware that everybody in that class, that each one of them had been selected as the best and the brightest students in the school. And they had been specifically placed in the class with the best teacher in the school. The the administration, they were kind of curious to see how this little experiment was going to be played out. And at the end of the school year, the last day of the school, the results were in the class. that had the best and the brightest paired with the best teacher. They had achieved 25% higher marks in all of the categories. So the administration, what they did was they brought the teacher in, they broke the news to her, and As the teacher heard the news, she was, as you can expect, excited and exclaimed, well, I guess that just goes to show you what can happen when you put the best students with the best teacher. And uh, at that, the administration, they slyly looked at each other and said, well, we need to be honest with you. The students were not actually the best. They were actually randomly selected. We, We chose them at random. Well, when the teacher heard this, she actually got a bit more excited. She says, well, I guess, you know, that just goes to show you what happens when you take students and put them with a great teacher. <laughs> the administration then said, well, you know, uh, we actually have one more confession that we need to 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 make to you. You are not actually our best teacher. We put all the teachers in our school district. We took their names. We put them into a hat. And your name is the name we randomly pulled out of the hat. (laughs) Our experiment was to see what happens when you take average performing students and you pair them with an average performing teacher and you tell them that they're great, that they are exceptional. And our theory was proven to be true, that most people only perform at an average level because no one has planted a higher belief or expectation within Them And I start this call off, I start this teaching off with this story because you may have never been in an environment where you've been told how great and phenomenal you are. See, I believe in you and I believe that you have a treasure of untapped potential lying deeply within you. Now, some of you may say, well, man, Corey, a little short dude, you don't really know me. And for a large majority of you, that's true. But also know that you have your own unique mixture of talents and skills unlike the world has ever seen. And the fact that you're on this team speaks to that as well. The fact that you have a role on this team says that someone sees value in you, otherwise the role that you have, it could have been offered to someone else. And and you must see, you got to know that inside of you, I mean deep down in the core part of you, that you are the best person on this planet to fill the role that you are currently in. And you must do your role as if you are the best person on this planet. Our focus for today is on the big dog bark value of accountable. You owe you. See, when I think about the word accountable, I actually think about our business accounts. Like in my bank account right now on one side, it has all these transactions. That's the deposits, that's the expenses. And on the other side, it shows my balance and and how much money I actually have. And I look at these because I have to give an account. I have to give an account for what I actually have. You and I also have another account. But in this ledger, on one side, it shows our potential. And on the other side, it shows my effort. See, I got potential and I've got effort. And I have to give an account. So how does my recent effort, how does your recent effort measure up to the potential that has been freely gifted and deposited into your account. Steve Prefontaine, he was a runner, and he said, to give anything less than my best is to sacrifice the gift. We all have people that we're accountable to, but my challenge for us today is to be accountable to yourself, to myself. Hold yourself to a higher standard. Don't wait. For someone else. Hold yourself to a higher level of accountability. So what's accountability anyway? It's giving an account for your ability, not your inability. And so I just had a <clears throat> and just a few quick thoughts uh, for us today on accountable. And the first one is be diligent. Be diligent in the here and the now. Many people they'll they'll say something along the lines of, "Well, when I get to this certain level when i get when I get to here, when I get to this certain level, then I'll start reading the books when I reach my goal of getting this certain title or position, then I'll work on developing good habits When, when I get this amount of money, then I'll start being generous, and I'm going to suggest to you that you won't you won't do it." <laughs> Andrew Carnegie said, "If he said, if I wouldn't have tithed on the first $100, then I would have never tithed on the first million dollars. How we do anything is how we do everything. We want to be diligent in the here and the now. You do the small things well as they are right now. With increased responsibility comes increased exposure. It exposes and magnifies the strengths that I've chosen to develop as well as the faults that I have left unchecked. If I skimp and cut corners now, I promise you I'll skimp and cut corners in the future. I must do the work of diligence in my current role. Some say, you know, if I were the leader, I would do this or I would do that. I just want to suggest to you that start thinking like a leader now. Start thinking and acting like a leader now. Start looking at challenges and opportunities like a leader does. See, leaders, they think with a measure of responsibility. They know that with certain decisions, there, there are outcomes and there are costs associated with those decisions. So start thinking like a leader now. And, and, and I would also suggest on the leadership side as well, be the leader that you wish you had. A lot of people hold that back, uh, hold themselves back because of the, well, I've never had a great leader and uh, use that as an excuse. And I'm just going to suggest to you, be the leader you wish you had, right? So number two is be diligent, but also be the best at what you do. I, I was doing a leadership training with a team the other day and I had a guy come up to me and he had asked me if I'd ever heard um, the song, it's, it's My Job by Jimmy Buffett. And I told him, I don't think I'd ever, I never heard that, and and so he read me some lyrics, and I want to share, you just, share with you guys just a few of the lyrics from here. Uh, it says, In the middle of late last night, I was sitting on a curb. I didn't know what about, but I was feeling quite disturbed. A street sweeper came whistling by. He was bouncing with every step. It seemed strange how good he felt. So I asked him while he swelled. He said, It's my job to be cleaning up this mess. That's my job, and that's enough reason for me. It's my job to be better than the rest, and that makes the day for me. I've been lazy most all of my life, writing songs and sleeping late. Any manual labor I've done has been done purely by mistake. If street sweepers can smile, then I've got no right to feel upset. It's my job to be different and to be better than the rest. It's my job to be better than the best. See, there's a certain pride that comes along from doing a whatever you do with excellence. Number three, I would say, is shorten the gap between sounding good and doing good. See, we have this tendency to judge other people based off of what they did, and we like to judge ourselves on what we intended to do. Well, I intended to do this. Maybe our intentions are good, but the actions do not align. And, and friends, I just want you to know... That the future belongs to those who are initiators, those who take action. It belongs to those who are good at what they do and great at who they are. It does not belong to the well-meaning. Mm. Number four, last one. I, I, I feel like um, I feel like I say this in each of our monthly motivations that uh, that that we want to hold ourselves accountable to exceed expectations. Make that your default mode to always do more than what is required. Make whatever is required, whatever the requirement is, make that your lowest bar. And I want to leave you guys with a couple of Zig Ziglar and Jim Rohn thoughts. This is what Zig Ziglar said. He says, when we do more than we are paid to do, eventually we will be paid more for what we do. And I'm going to read you this this kind of excerpt. From Jim Rohn, he talks about motivation. He says, Motivation, it's a mystery, right? He says, Why does one salesperson see his first prospect at 7 a.m. and another salesperson is just getting out of bed at 11? I don't know. It's part of the mysteries of life. If you give a lecture to a thousand people, you'll see one walk out and say, I'm going to change my life, while another walks out with a yawn and says, Oh, I've heard all this before. Why is that? Why, I mean, why wouldn't both be affected in the same way? It's another mystery. The millionaire says to a thousand people, I read this book and it started me on the road to wealth. Guess how many people go out and get that book? Very few. Isn't that incredible? I mean, isn't that incredible? Why wouldn't everybody go out and get the book? Another mystery of life. My suggestion would be to walk away from the 90% and to join the 10% who do. Hey, I hope today has added value to you. I hope it's encouraged you and inspired you. And I hope you got at least something you can take and uh, apply uh, to, to make an impact on those around you, that make an impact on those within your circle of influence. And if it has, make sure you like, subscribe, and share. Uh, share this content so you can get it out to inspire other people. But make sure you subscribe as well so you can stay up to date with any of the future episodes of Principles with Corey and Logan. And I hope you guys have an awesome day, and God bless. Thanks so much for spending your time with us today. As you go about your day, remember to ask yourself, as a parent, child, sibling, business owner, customer, boss, teammate,